0: for Daily Devotional for October 21st, 2021. Today, we are talking about Genesis 47, 1 through 31. In the last chapter in 46, we talked about uh, them migrating from Canaan to Egypt. Joseph had went and got his father and brought him back to Egypt. And this chapter is, we are going to see what happens in the new place where they live in goshen and what happens in the new life starting over again in the new land okay so sit back relax get your bibles tablets cell phones um or other devices you may use and let's read together, okay? All right, now let's get into this word. Okay, so let's dive into this segment genesis 47 1-31 and it reads then joseph came and told pharaoh and said my father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of canaan and behold they are in the land of goshen and he took some of his brethren even five men and presented them unto pharaoh and pharaoh said unto his brethren what is your occupation and they said unto pharaoh thy servants are shepherds but we and also our fathers they said moreover unto pharaoh for to sojourn in the land are we come for thy servants have no pasture for their flocks for the famine is sore in the land of canaan now therefore we pray thee Let thy servant dwell in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh spoke unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee, and the land of Egypt is before thee. In the best of the land make thy father and brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen let them dwell. And if thou knowest any men of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought in Jacob his father. And set him before Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, Days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been. I have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage and Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh and Joseph placed his father and his brethren, and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt in the best of the land in the land of Ramesses as Pharaoh had commanded and Joseph nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's household for bread according to their families, and there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt, and the land of Canaan, for the corn which they bought. And joseph brought the money unto pharaoh's house and when money failed in the land of egypt and in the land of canaan all the egyptians came unto joseph and said give us bread for why should we die in thy presence for the money faileth and joseph said give your cattle and i will give you for your cattle if money failed and they brought their cattle unto joseph and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses and for the flocks and for the cattle of the herds and for the asses. And he fed them the bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came unto him the second year and said unto him, We will not hide it from my Lord, how that our money is spent. My Lord also have our herds of cattle, there is not aught left in sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands. Wherefore shall we die before thine eyes, for we and our land, by us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh, and give us seed that we may live and not die that the land be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for the Egyptians, so every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them. So the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt, even even to the other end thereof, only the land of the priests bought he not for the priests had a portion assigned them of pharaoh and did eat their portion which pharaoh gave them wherefore they sold not their lands then joseph said unto the people behold i have bought you this day and in your land for pharaoh lo here is seed for you and ye shall sow the land And it shall come to pass in the increase, that ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own, for seed of the field, and for your food, and for them of your households, and for food for your little ones. And they said, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants egypt and and joseph made it a law over the land of egypt until this day that pharaoh should have the fifth part except the land of the priests only which became not pharaohs and israel dwelt in the land of egypt in the country of goshen and they had possessions therein and grew and multiplied exceedingly and jacob lived in the land of egypt 17 years So the whole age of Jacob was an hundred and forty and seven years. And the time drew nigh that Israel must die. And he called his son Joseph and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt. But I will lie with my fathers. And thou shalt carry me out of Egypt, and bury me in the burying place. And he said, I will do as thou hast said. And he said, Swear unto me. And he swore unto him. And Israel bowed himself upon the bed's head. I have read to you Genesis 47, 1-31. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We thank you for all that you have done for us. During our trials and tribulations, our ups and downs, our turn all around, our depression, our anxiety, our everything. But God, we would have went crazy without you. Without your leadership, without your love, without your guidance, without... All those things. Lord, we say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We say thank you for your word, for it is true and it is a promise unto us. Lord, we thank you. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now we see in this chapter of 47 that Genesis 47 is that Joseph reports back to Pharaoh about his father and his brethren and all that have came with him to the land of Goshen. And he reports back to Pharaoh And then he decides to take his brethren and five other men and presented Pharaoh with what they had. So, during this time, Pharaoh says, okay. So, it says, they said moreover unto Pharaoh for to sojourn in the land are we come. So they, they reported that they have come to the land of Goshen and from the land of Canaan. And, you know, they left, they explained why they left Canaan because the, they, the famine was exceedingly great. And Pharaoh says unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are coming to unto thee. And he's presenting Pharaoh's presenting all the land unto um, unto Joseph and all his all, all of Joseph's family and Joseph decides to introduce his father to Pharaoh and Jacob he and Jacob blesses Pharaoh and and um gives Pharaoh good words and he tells about his pilgrimage and things of that nature. And he and after he talks, he blesses him before he talks to him. Then he blesses him after they have a conversation. And then he says, um, I have brought all of everything. I have brought everything with us. Everything is there. And after the meeting is over, And Joseph has has to make another decision in the land of Egypt. And it, it, it comes with the people are back at it again where they don't have nothing to eat. Because he has given them food. He has done for them, provided for them. He has shown them what to do. But it seems like they are... They don't take value in what they have because they're so used to having. So Joseph decides to go in and make another decision, and he buys land. He buys the and the land he buys from the Egyptian and gives them food for land. And then they come back to him again, and they give the and and they come back again where they have now they have no money. So now he says, all right, give me your land and your land, you know, and the land, the land will be suffice for you this time. So the year ended in the second year. And then he says, I will not hide it from the Lord how that our money is spent. Now Now that they have spent all their money. They come back to him, want some more food, want something else to eat. And Joseph says, "Like, right, go ahead and just give me, just go ahead and give me your land. So then he gives the land, he get everybody gives land to Pharaoh. All, now, it ends up where Pharaoh owns all the land in Egypt. No Egyptian, you know, he, he no Egyptian owns any land. The only person that owns the land is Pharaoh. Okay, and then they run out of land, they come back again to Joseph to say, look, we don't have any more land. We we still hungry. So now he decides where well, he's gonna go ahead and you're gonna go ahead and give up your cattle and your flocks. And says on the land of and the only thing in the only thing that that Joseph does not touch is the land of the priest. The priest. And what they own. Because that belongs to them. Portion assigned to them by Pharaoh. And you know. And that's. The land is theirs. Then Joseph says. And the people behold. I have bought you this day. And the land. Okay. So now I own you. The land. And everything that you own. I own everything that you own. And then Joseph says, I made it a law in the land of Egypt until this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part. He makes a declaration. He says, whatever, your, whatever it produces, you have to turn around and give it to Pharaoh. Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt in 26. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt until this day that Pharaohs should have the fifth part ex- except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaohs. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt in the in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein and grew and they multiplied exceedingly. So, after he makes the declaration, we see that, we see that um, Israel and all the people that he brought with him, they multiply exceedingly. Oh, you know, they're, they're multiplying. They, they multiplied in this land of Goshen. And Jacob lived in, in, in the land of Egypt. So we go into, well, everything is prospering for Jacob and, 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 and the people of Israel and, And and they are are growing by leaps and bounds. And then we go to the part of... It is time for Jacob to leave this earth. He knows he's about to pass. And he gives his son specific instructions. Do not bury me in Egypt. I want to be buried with my father and my, my father and my father's father. Okay? And... He takes his rest. He takes his rest. He takes his rest. How many times has God given you chance and chance and chance, and chance to chance to, to get it right? When it comes to your finances. This passage reminds me of finances. And what you do with what you have. Are you wasting it? Or are you saving it? You know, that comes down to a thing of do you really, you know, are you, you know, what are you doing with the stuff you've been given? You're sitting here and you know it's a famine, but you're wasting food. You're eating it faster than you should. You're sitting there cooking more than what you should. And then now you got to come back to me and turn around and ask me for some more food. And you know you're in a famine. It is called do things in moderation. Do things in moderation when you know you don't know where your next meal is coming from. That's what my grandma used to tell me. You know, don't 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 spend all your don't put all your eggs in no one basket. And you ever heard the term of uh, save some, save some, spend some as a terminology my grandma used to teach me about money and the things that i had and the things that and the things that i acquired and how do i how how do i value them um you know how do i value the things that i do have and how do i see myself as far as saving for tomorrow that was the thing she always used to say to me. You know, you got to put some money, you know, put the money, money away. Don't spend all your money in one place. And don't um turn around and, and uh, you know, you got to budget what you got. And don't go off spending more than, don't go off buying more than you could pay for. Or, or then you know, when that came to credit. And all this is a financial a financial lesson in itself. You know, if you got the money, you know, say you got the stimulus check, right? You know, we we all we went through the stimulus check thing, and what did you do with the money that you had? Did you go out and buy a new car? Did you go out and buy a new big screen TV, PlayStation threes? Uh, what did you do with the money? And now, you see, if you did not save up, or like I said, some people still paid their rent and things like that, or they stretched it what they had. Some people saved and stretched what they had. Then some people went on ahead and splurged their little $1,400, whatever amount of money they got. And then, you know, and then you think of it in a biblical principle. Why did you spend all your money? And now you got to come back to me and ask me for some more. So... And it's time before you know it, the man you will not you will owe more stuff, you will owe more people than what you own, and you'll be in debt. Basically, the people in Egypt put themselves in debt because oh, I'm I live in Egypt, and we gonna always have some food, and we gonna always, you know they took t- t- took it for granted that they will always have, and that was not the case. So they ain't no hand to sell their cattle. And to sell their land. They became property of Pharaoh, and they had to work. They had to work for a living to live in the land of Egypt, in order just to have food in their mouth. And that is a saying. Say, you know, don't put the cart before the horse. You know, don't, okay, I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm go ahead and calculate, oh, we still got, and I got this food, J- Joseph got us, Joseph got us, you know, Joseph got us, you know, they took that part for granted, Joseph got us, but Joseph was trying to tell them, you had to do stuff in moderation, because we don't know the famine is seven years, and you may be just two years in, and you still got five to go, so you got to stretch what you have, my grandma always say, you stretch what you have. You know, and I've seen I've seen her do that with food. I seen her do that with money. She sent me down and and parents teach your kids about money. Show them the bills that you got. Show them the and, and so they won't fit... you know, you can give a child so much and then they'll think that they're supposed to get this kind of stuff. And then they you know, they get puffed up, as my grandma called it. You get puffed up in yourself and you think you can, you know, well, I'm supposed to get this. And you, you know, look, okay, look, let's, let me sit you down and pull out these bills and show you this where our money going. So that you can see that I cannot spend no three, four, five hundred dollars on no PlayStation or a cell phone for you. And we got this mortgage that costs $1,200 over here. Say, I gotta keep a roof over your head. See, this is what the this is what Joseph was trying to teach them. Say, look, you got the roof over your head. You got you got you you have all these amenities, but you're still in some places where you are neglectful and you're spending and you and and you you wasting away stuff. You wasting wasting stuff, especially when it comes to food. They say America wastes more food. In a restaurant, and in the garbage, more food going in the garbage than on a plate. I, you know, you know, and then, and, and you, you see good things going in the garbage. Like, I was in Walmart uh, a yeah, uh, day before yesterday. I was in Walmart, I was like, okay, all right. Then, I, I mean, before I go shopping, I always turn around and clean out my refrigerator. And I realized I hadn't ate up my green... Uh, green peppers and my green peppers, they went bad from last time I went shopping. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I haven't used these. So that was old. They were old. They shriveled up. You know, they didn't got old and they all shriveled up like that. So I realized, I said, you know what? I'm going to start cooking. I'm going to start using my vegetables as soon as I get them home. I'm going to go and use them the first week I got them because sometimes I stretch out the days I cook food. Sometimes I might cook on a Monday, don't cook till another Wednesday, don't cook till Friday, or sometimes I go, it depends on how I feel about my cooking. That's how I do. So my food lasts longer instead of me saying, okay, well, I'ma cook these four hamburgers and I'ma turn around and I can't eat but one. But I wasted one. So that's two, that's that's a hot hamburger bun and a piece of meat that's wasted. Then you throw that in the garbage, and then you you know you got all this trash and that's food. Majority will be food. So, my thing to you is conserve what you have, and don't spend what you don't have. Don't spend up money that you don't have, and don't put the cart before the horse. That means stop calculating what you don't you don't even have the money in your hand yet, but you're calculating on how to spend it before you get it. It's called budget. Budget. That is what I get from this passage of chapter forty seven. And if you don't use moderation and the things that you do, you will waste and you will have no no inkling. You will have no future. Your future will be bleak because you're not saving anything. You just go out here spending. Oh I got it because I got it. And, uh, then when you got hard times, oh you gotta go ask cousin cousin. Cousin Willie and Aunt Joe and, and Tom Dick and Harry for some money for a bill that you knew you could have saved up for, but you spent the money. And it's not good to loan people money. It's not good to be in debt. It does not feel to be good in debt because you gotta go keep asking this person, can you help me? Can you help me? And you know you work in a you work a regular job. But you rather go, you know, some people rather go spend their money, have fun, be in a club, do this, you know, and all buying clothes at the store and all that. And then when the bills do, I ain't got no money, but you got to go out here and borrow it, just like the people in Egypt. We We don't have no more money. So the money has failed. Money has just, you know, money don't work no more in Egypt. And they're sitting around, and they be like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Uh, we got no food. Okay, and then they go to Joseph. And they run into Joseph. They run into Joseph. And Joseph Joseph has all these responsibilities to take care of these people that act like they can't take care of themselves. That can be draining. It can. But back to the message at hand, um, be mindful of how you spend and splurge, and don't waste. This is a fi- I, I put this in a financial context because the Bible Bible gives you context for every situation in your life, and this is the first one that I realized after reading the Bible for so many years. Now I realize what this text really means. I finally get it. It's a financial principle. Financial principle. If you don't watch how you spend money, you're going to end up in debt. Or you don't, you know, or or, or you don't mind how you, you know, you're going to, if you don't mind the food that you get or how much you eat or you waste, you're going to end up turning around and you're going to be hungry. Be mindful of the things that you do when it comes to things in your life that you know that you need. When it comes to finances, when it comes to your food, when it comes to a budget, when it comes to the way you raise your children financially, when you, okay, because it all has, it all has implications, there are consequences behind it. So, this is my teaching for you today, for Genesis 47, 1 through 31, okay? I will talk to y'all later. Thank y'all for listening. And I love you. And y'all have a blessed day. All right, babies. Bye-bye. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson-Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally,